Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. You know, Randy, I was looking at those uh, August 26 games. You know, the one that jumped out to me, I was looking on that Bet Saracen app, and they had uh, they had Vanderbilt 17.5-point favorites over Ooh, Hawaii. Over Hawaii, yeah. In Nashville. Last year, Vanderbilt went to Honolulu and beat them like 63-10. to 10. Yeah. yeah, I remember that now, yeah. Yeah, and this one's in Nashville if they get the stadium finished. <laughs> get the stadium finished, but I, what what I hear is it's like comically unfinished right now. But uh, what are they doing? It's still to scheduled it? to be in Nashville. What What are they doing to Vanderbilt Stadium? I, I didn't know. They're just renovating it. I, I think they're actually maybe reducing it. Aren't they taking they out one of the end it? zones and putting in luxury boxes and all that stuff? Yeah, I would assume they're doing trying to upgrade seating, those kinds yeah. of things. Yeah, but maybe decreasing they overall. the capacity? And it, what was it, about 35? It was uh, 7,500. It was going down to 5,000. Um, Randy, let's Okay, uh, okay, <laughs> okay. Just, just joking. Of course, Arkansas hadn't played there in forever, so how would we know, It's right? been a while. Yeah. What, 2011, something like that? Yeah. Okay, uh, I'm reading this straight from the page uh, on the website of hogsports.com. Quote, it is not a true indicator of depth, as oftentimes players are held out to get some different looks or to see how the team might operate with the player missing. And here, this is talking about the fastball start. But, Trey, I must at least somewhat argue that the offensive line has been unchanged now for quite a while. In fact, I know the injury to Manuel, and Andrew uh, Chambly has stepped in at that left tackle spot, but all the others have been pretty consistent. I, I, you know me, I, I copy off everything that you write, and I've got it here in my hands. I can keep going back day beyond day. It looks like that is going to be the starting offensive line. Andrew Chambly, Brady Latham, Bo Limmer, Joshua Braun, and Patrick Kudis. Yes, until Manuel gets back, and then it'll be him. They're they're pleased with Chambly. I mean, they, they think that he's got a real future. You know, maybe not just quite as developed as Devon Manuel is right now, but hoping to see Devon get back. Maybe, maybe – I think if he's back Friday, I think they'll scrimmage him Saturday. So hopefully he'll get back by Friday, and I know that they would like to get him out there and get him some more work and stuff. So, uh, But they're pleased with, with Manuel where he – you know, just where he was in the spring to where he got, uh, you know, by fall camp. And, I mean, like, by pleased, I mean, they're they're pretty excited about him. Do we know what the issue – no, never mind. I'm not supposed to ask you about it. I know what it is, but I'm not – Yeah, never mind. I, I, yeah. But those words slipped out before I had a chance to uh, shut my mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk with uh, Tommy. Tommy, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? I do. I've got. Uh, hey guys, um, hey. I've got two questions. Two questions okay. actually. I'm kind of glad I hung over on the uh, break because the question is really for Trey. But 
first question actually has is related to uh, this whole wishbone discussion. Mm-hmm. And uh, what I'm wondering is uh, if we go down this field and score using the wishbone formation, are we going to kick the extra point with a drop kick? <laughs> uh, is are they are they running we, some wishbone? No, that no, I'm not no, aware we, of. We discussed in the first hour about if you've got the athletes, you can run any offense and be successful. Mm-hmm. And we pointed it, out that this team does have the athletes to run the wishbone, but I all, we also made a point there's no way they're going to. So anyway, you got. Hey, right. uh, I mean, if Randy, you're going to run one of those, the flex bone, I think, is definitely more yeah. innovative. Right. That's right. Yeah, right. Randy, Randy, <laughs> yes, Randy, and Rick, you got you guys did as good a job as humanly possible to try to shut down that discussion. <laughs> so congratulations. <laughs> Well, thank you. And so, by the way, the wishbones yeah. decent enough. They were not drop kicking the extra point when they ran it. So. Yeah. Okay. okay. I just wanted to make. I just wanted to get that clear. Uh, now this 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 question is for Trey. Uh, it seems like, uh, at least from what you read and kind of hear, that you know pass protection is going to be. It could be an issue. And and my question for Trey is do you think, I mean, in your opinion, is this more of a we've got a really good defensive line overcoming a really a decent offensive line or we don't, or our offensive line really lacks something or mm-hmm. what kind of, I know it's kind of hard to tell right now, but where do you put things on that? Do we just have a better defensive line than an off, offensive line or is it they're both yeah. good, it's just this defensive line is really good? I think the defensive line is better. I've I, 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 sung the praises of the defensive line for a long time. I mean, I think there are years where Arkansas's Thank you, Tommy. defensive line or maybe even third team would have been starting, you know, for throughout the season. They've got they've got some horses on the defensive line and they're they're veteran, you know. Uh you know, I see some of the pass the passing, you know, the pass protection issues, you know, could be running backs. Uh I mentioned I think yesterday I wasn't blown away with what I saw with tight ends over in um an inside run, you know, blocking, and they were doing some pass blocking too. Uh, but it could be a, a lot of different things. I think with Patrick Kudis, it's just a matter of continuing to get him more reps. Uh, Brady Latham, I think I mentioned this, but this was yesterday. Brady Latham said, you know, run blocking, he's devastating people, but pass blocking on the edge at tackle is a lot different than pass blocking inside at guard, which is where he spent two thirds of the spring inside at guard and center. So it's just been an adjustment for him, but he's very young. He's very strong to be, I mean, a 600-pound-plus squat guy. I mean, he's he's got a really bright future. It's just continuing to work him, continuing to rep, continuing to rep to get him more consistent. I know that they feel pretty good about Devon Manuel. Like, they feel like he's ultra-talented, super high ceiling. I asked Cody Kennedy about him specifically yesterday just because of what I'd been hearing behind the scenes about how they feel about Devon Manuel. Uh, and he kind of echoed, kind of gave me the answer that I was thinking he would give me. But, uh, you know, you could tell just in the tenor of his voice that he's he's pretty excited about Manuel. I think also you have to consider, you know, you're going in the scrimmage, twos versus ones, ones versus twos. That second team defensive line is just flat out better than the second team offensive line. And that's part of it too. You know, they're not just saying, hey, first team is – you know, struggling in this area. Um, so I do think the offensive line is going to be pretty good, but that defensive line, I mean, they've got some – there's a guy from the inside who would know who says there are four NFL defensive linemen 
on Arkansas's roster. Wow. Yeah, and I don't know who he's speaking of specifically. If I had to guess who he's speaking of, I would say probably Tank Booker would be one of them. I think maybe Cam Ball could be one of them. Cam Ball's just a redshirt sophomore. Uh, Landon Jackson I know is one of them. And I, I would think maybe the other could be Trajan Jeffcoat. Wow. When's the last time? Four. I, well, I'm thinking if back. never, when, ever. Exactly. And, you know, I think back to, you know, Darius Phylon, Trey Flowers. I think Dietrich Wise was on that team. And that, was, that would have been three NFL defensive linemen on one team. That's true. Uh, that is true. I know true. Jeremiah Ledbetter and Dietrich Wise were on the same team, and that's two NFL defensive linemen. Uh, and maybe they had – was John Marshall on that? Jonathan Marshall, I can't remember if he was then. You know, Armand Watts. You know, they've, they've had multiple defensive linemen that, you know, were drafted into the NFL on teams before. Uh, and as I just mentioned, as many as three. But I can't remember, and that's not happened yet. And I'm not. That's not me saying that they have four NFL defensive linemen. But Campbell's got a lot of potential, and they they've been really high on him. And I know they're high on Landon Jackson. Landon Jackson has all the. I mean, he's six seven, two eighty three. I mean, and can run. I mean, he's he's got a lot of ability. Uh, and then you know Jeffcoat. Jeffcoat. I'm just I'm interested to see how he returns to form. I you know just talking with people up in Missouri you know he didn't have a great now they have a pretty stout defensive line last year but he didn't have well his best year obviously was 2020 when he was all SEC first team all SEC at six and a half sacks um, you know can he can he get back to that he, he sure does look the part I mean he looks like a guy that you know you lock him in a room who's coming out trading hmm. Jeffcoat that's the kind of look he has about him so yeah I don't know but they're there are people that, and I mean that know, <laughs> that say that, that there are four NFL defensive linemen. That's impressive. Uh, all right, Trey, this from um, our Asher Rick. We need to insert here, though, Randy. We thought this was a deep defensive line. <clears throat> if four of them are headed for the NFL, there's got to be a drop-off with the next line, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe they someday will be in the NFL. How's that? Yeah, well, I mean, if Cam Ball is one of those guys, he's just a redshirt sophomore. Yeah, that's you know? right. That's right. All right, this is from our Asher Record Service Company live feed and feedback. Freddie Five Spin says, Trey, what about the depth that looks like on the defensive line? I think you kind of went over that uh, to a degree. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to add? Well, I mean, Kiwi Rose, they've you know been talking about him a lot. Uh you know, I asked Torian Carter just because these guys are built identically, like standing next to each other. They are the same. <laughs> I mean, but uh, he says that, you know, Kiwi's a lot, you know, more of a finesse pass rusher, and he's more of a, I guess, kind of more of a power, mix it up kind of guy. I think he kind of thinks he could go both ways, finesse and power. But, uh, you know, Kiwi Rose is another guy that uh, that they're pleased with that has done some good things. It'll be interesting to see how they come out. You know, who were who the guys that, you know, are granted starting positions. But, I mean, you've, you've got Torian Carter, Kiwi Rose, Tank Booker, Cam Ball, Eric Gregory, who's probably one of the more underappreciated players that, I mean, this guy's just been playing and contributing solidly for the last three years. Um, you know, and then there's Ian Gerard and, you know, 
I mean, Marcus Miller is a senior on this team. He has not been able to stay healthy throughout his career, but he's probably, you know, he's on the third team. Uh, this from our Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. This comes from one player's mother and Miss Sherry Chambly. She says, I am so excited about this season. That comes from Miss Chambly. Let's talk to Charlie. Charlie, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? I do. Uh, you know, thinking about the defensive line, one other name I might want to throw in there that might have NFL potential if he gets back right is Torian Carter. I know going into last year, he was he was really eating it up in camp. And Trey, I know it may take him some. Yeah, yeah, it may take him some time to get back to himself this year, but. I think he has a shot uh, to really uh, take that step and do well for us. You know, when you're talking about a rotation like that, and you're, you're right, sir, you pointed out two being better than our two offensive line. I mean, that's, that's a great point. I mean, when you can go two, and they're, they're talking even possibly three deep on the D-line at some spot, that, that's unbelievable. I mean, I don't, I don't remember the last time we had that. Maybe you can remember back. Heck, I'm only 30. I can't remember what happened. Uh, I can't you know, remember but that I, many. I can't remember that many defensive linemen where they would feel good just rolling them in and out like that. Now we have to keep in context here, and I bring this up all the time. You know, I'm I'm, I'm talking about how deep they are, and they have nine seniors and all this stuff. LSU added 14 transfers. Auburn mm-hmm. added 22 transfers. Ole Miss added 27 transfers. They're all able to get in that portal as well and build up their roster, the rosters now just are overall better than they were a few years ago. So, you know, that's one reason it's hard to say, like, oh, I think this is a, you know, this is the record this team is capable of, just because you know everybody else has upgraded their rosters, and how do their pieces fit? How is their, how are their new guys meshing with their old guys? And You know, there's all kinds of questions like that. It's just, it's just different than it ever has been, and it's, it's hard to predict you know, what these teams, what kind of makeup these teams are going to have. But what I see with Arkansas is, all right, they've got quality players pretty much everywhere. They've got depth at most spots. There's a couple spots, you know, secondary. I'm not just, like, blown away with the depth there. But they've got some players there. But they also, I know they have K.J. Jefferson. And if they've got the pieces, the supporting cast around them, where there's not just massive deficiencies like there has been in the past, and they have a guy like K.J., they should be – they should be all right, right? I mean, wouldn't you think that they would be all right with possibly the best quarterback in the SEC yes. or top three quarterback? I of think course. top three at worst. Yes. Well, the uh, Tuscaloosa newspaper said he is the best in the SEC. Uh, this from our uh, Asher Record Service Company live feed and feedback. Adam says, Trey, what are your thoughts on what the University of Arkansas will do to honor Alex Collins' memory? Are they doing a video board tribute to him like they did for Ryan Mallett? Well, I'm sure there will be something. I don't know what it is exactly. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you, you know, I don't know what you do to uh, to honor him. I, you know, with Ryan, they were, you know, talking about, you know, maybe a helmet sticker or a patch or, or, you know, 
doing just a tribute before the games? I don't. I don't know. Um, I mean, you know, and you do how a do three you and a fifteen. I don't, I don't know what you do. Yeah, yeah. How do you differentiate? Ryan Mallett ends up being what the second leading career passer. Tyler Wilson broke his record. Alex Collins is the second leading career running back. Mm-hmm. So, how would you say one was more important than the other? Well, and you, you well, lost Chris Smith. Can't yeah. forget about him. Yeah. No. Yep. Yeah. Chris Smith also. I mean, that was just four or five months ago. Uh, I feel like so. It's been, it's been weird. It's. It's just weird. I mean, to think about, you know, those guys just full of life and then just taken from us. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Chris Smith just had so many tragic events happen towards the end of his life. Just just a rough, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's just it's hard to think about when, you know, guys are so young and getting taken away. Um, yeah, but, I mean, you do something to cherish them and honor them. They're, you know, all those guys are important, you know, no matter what they did on the field. Where I can see where you've got that ribbon that goes around the stadium. Why not start uh, not retiring numbers, but honoring numbers like that? Yeah. You know, Hunter Juracek usually gets it, you know, when it comes to stuff like that or, you know, any kind of thing like that. I'm sure he's got um, something that'll be very respectful and, you know, probably bring a tear to your eye, but probably make you feel good about him, you know. Let's squeeze in Savage real quick. Savage, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yes, sir. Trey, real quick. How do we get KJ and our team on the Heisman watch? You know, start talking about them. You know, just well, talk about that. I mean, it. Look, if you go back to – you have to go back to Troy Smith the last time a guy went wire to wire for the Heisman. Maybe Caleb Williams. When you say Caleb Williams, uh, Bryce Young. Bryce Young would have been the Heisman mm-hmm. favorite last year coming off the Heisman. Yes, he was. So you have to go back to Troy Smith to find a guy that went wire to wire from out of the gate. I mean, you, it, it's good to have a good season and then have a Heisman moment, you know, the last few games uh, of the season. That's really the, that LSU game is what put Darren McFadden back in there. I mean, no doubt how he played against LSU that year. So, yes, you, you wanted to be on the radar, and they are. They're on, you know, preseason all-SEC list and things like that, and – with KJ, he's just got – KJ has to take this team to the Western Division Championship to even be in the conversation. Absolutely. Go for over 300 and, you know, th- excuse me, 3,000 and put up pretty big numbers. About 36 touchdowns, something like that. All right, yeah. Trey, we'll talk with you tomorrow.